Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan right now. It's time for the C-Block starring Corey Majors. Hey, thank you very much, man. And I hope everybody enjoys seeing the World Series trophy tomorrow, getting mm. your picture with it, uh, and then using that picture uh, to scoreboard your friends who don't have World Series trophies from 2023. Yeah. Name, name anybody else that has one. You can't because Just nobody us. else did. Did the... I, I have guess a, we'll never know. <laughs> okay, I do want to bring this up, all right, because as much as Philadelphia is falling apart in a football season, we watched the Rangers, the Texas Rangers, fall apart at the end of a baseball season. I don't recall Completely. That. I don't recall you don't that. recall that? Kevin. I definitely recall okay. that. We talked about that flight like 8 million times, how they wish they could have just parachuted into Arlington. And the Astros just come back and, and win the AL West. And then have their their uh, champagne toast mm. quietly while the Rangers are celebrating their butts off. Now I know Philadelphia did not celebrate their butts off losing their last game of the season, uh, and I don't even know if they celebrated whenever they knew they made the playoffs. I don't know if that was something that they did. But here the Rangers are quietly celebrating and yet moving on. And just like that. But they didn't come out and say, hey, a lot of people were wondering what would happen if the Cowboys didn't win the NFC East. I guess we'll never know. So, I mean, I could point to lots of years. It's two different knew. sports, too, right? It's two different sports. That's true. So they, you can't cross over like that. It's not going to work. Did you have fun watching the Cowboys regular season? I, I, I'm dead serious about this because a lot of people get so wrapped up and yep. so wound up about – I, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's They're going to lose in the playoffs. So it doesn't matter what they did in this regular season game against the Giants. It doesn't matter what they did in the regular season game. Hell, if it doesn't matter what they did against the Niners or Arizona either, if they lost those games or not, because the regular season doesn't matter. Did you enjoy the, the regular season? I did. I like. I've had those conversations with people so many times, and I think people lose sight of, yeah, well, guess what? In 1992, when you went to San Francisco, there's no way in hell you were going to win that game either. Yeah. And yet you did. So I understand. What was your record that year? The 13-3, and three, okay. I believe, is I understand there's a lot of people who think this is just going to end in playoff failure again. I get that. I was born and raised in the Metroplex. I love the Dallas Cowboys, and I want them to excel. So I think I did enjoy it. It's fine. Okay. No, it was good. It was a it was a good regular season. It's a weird regular season. You you blew out the bad teams. You never really beat what we thought was in the games that you were like, I don't know. 
you never won those games. 49ers, blown out. Buffalo, blown out. Miami, 50-50 game, barely lost. I guess Detroit, I I, I take that back a little bit. That 50-50, was, barely won. Right. Yeah. So, um, I don't – I like it, but I understand. I don't think they're going to lose Sunday afternoon. I think they're going to win by double digits. I really do. But if you lose – I don't like it'll it'll be devastating to these Cowboys fans. Okay, I, I don't know if it'll be worse than 2016, but I can you know now that it's past us. Sometimes you always feel like the now is the worst or yeah. the now is the best. But I think if you're a two seed going against a, I know he's a, not a rookie quarterback, but in his first year quarterbacking, if this isn't Aaron Rodgers, if you lose. This Sunday, it'll be miserable. Like as I think, as miserable as the 07 loss to the Giants. Okay, the the okay, Kevin. Then because Mike said it was fine, so I was kidding. It was good. It <laughs> well, was good. Okay, well, what what was your favorite part of this regular season then? And I, I have a very specific reason I'm asking this because I have one thing that I loved this year. Was honestly. And I'm talking about a specific moment. You might have like an overarching. Okay, no, absolutely. Go ahead. It was Deron Bland breaking the pick six record. I just thought that that was insane. We talked about what a machine he had been. Yeah. But he, like, he's not going to keep doing this, right? And then he did. And I just remember everybody I was watching the game with like flipping out. We're like, there it is. How many times, how, many, how often were you thinking about him getting a pick six? Or how, because for me, it just popped up in the game when he did it. I wasn't thinking, oh, now's the time. He just would do it and I'd be like, we got that dude too. It wasn't until before he tied the record and hell, I'm not going to lie. Even yesterday, I was like, did he get touched on the way down? Can he get <laughs> yeah, back up? I thought the same running? thing. Yeah. And so I, I like, if we're just talking about a specific moment, I think that moment was just awesome. Okay. Yeah. And, and no, I was, whatever you decide you want to discuss on that point for me, how many different ways they could find to get CeeDee Lamb the ball was my favorite thing to okay, see this yeah. year. And watching when Dak is confident and trusts CeeDee Lamb. Hell, I mean, yesterday, the trust that he put in Jalen Tolbert, we all thought that ball was going out of bounds, right? Like, he was throwing the, the touchdown to Jalen Tolbert. Yes. He was throwing – you thought he was throwing that into the stands. Yes. And somebody knocked it back down, I guess, out of the sky. In Good the for him and Tolbert for having the wherewithal to make that happen. Yeah, I, I have no clue. I don't think that that was intentional. I still don't. Even my brain can't comprehend that Dak was off of his back foot throwing the ball up in the air, and he put it in an area – that only Jalen Tolbert could get it when it's a pass that every other quarterback should probably throw out of bounds. And I, I feel like even Mike McCarthy's like, hey, this is a, a Steph Curry moment, right? Don't shoot it. Don't shoot it. Don't shoot it. Oh, good job. This is that's what it feels like on that throw is McCarthy's right. like, hey, I didn't I would tell you not to do that most of the time, but you scored a touchdown. So what am I supposed to do? Maybe don't do it next time unless it's going to be a touchdown again. I don't know. But yeah, the 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 ways that Mike McCarthy said, I'm going to figure out how to put CeeDee Lamb all over the field, and I don't, I'm don't. i not going to try and say it's a macho thing that I have to put him on the outside and he can only be out there. Why would I do that? Why would I limit my best tool and say I'm not going to give him opportunities? Every single time they had opportunities to, to, to feed the ball to CeeDee Lamb, they took advantage of it. It was a lot of fun because I was curious. 
Is it going to be a short route? Is it going to be something big? Is it going to be yards after catch? What's going to be the next thing? So, yeah, I had a blast watching this regular season. There were some ups and downs for sure. A lot more ups, I felt. Can I can I ask a question to go along with that then? Let's say the Cowboys do make it to NFC Championship game, Super Bowl, win it all, whatever like your bar for success is. I realize win the Super Bowl, that would be great. Do you think everyone will be able to, who hasn't enjoyed the regular season, like retroactively go back and enjoy it? I don't because, know. Mike, I, I know you were kind of joking, but I think a lot of people are in line with you in terms of like, yeah, this regular season was fine or it was great, but like get me to the playoffs. If they excel in the playoffs, then will those same people be able to be like, what a hell of a season? Or do you? I don't know if they can. I don't. I think they'll just shut up. Okay. You know, they'll be like, oh man, I, I got nothing to say now. I was wrong. No, that's that's what they do, right? When you're wrong, you just say I was wrong about yeah. that, and you move on. When you're right about the Cowboys' prediction of winning 12 games, and they do, you tell everybody that you were right about it again. Right. I just think that some Cowboy fans, I don't know what the percentage is, is just. I already know this team is good. I need it to do something in the playoffs. Something transcendent. Can you imagine what what happens to this world? I mean, and I literally mean this sports world if the Cowboys win the Super Bowl. So, I mean, I'm, I'm going to bring up one topic here real quick. I don't believe the Cowboys go up in value tremendously. I think there's some people who think somehow the Cowboys go from $8 billion to $12 billion. Like, they can't get more popular. I'm not talking about their popularity. What happens to Stephen A. Smith? I was just, what, this is amazing. What, what happens to this world of uh, LaShawn McCoy now has a job because of his Cowboys hate? Like, that's, the, that's kind of the only reason he has a job mm-hmm. is – he kind of took, why am I drawing a blank? Our buddy, the LSU. Um, Marcus Spears? No, he... Brian Broaddus. He worked with Brian Broaddus and was his uh, person who would correct all of his... Oh, David, David Hellman. Hellman. David Hellman, right? He kind of lost his job because it's like, okay, I get that you're the Cowboys guy, but sh- you know, I like the Cowboys hater way more, and he's a former player, and really all he's doing is Cowboy hating on here, and that seems to draw ratings. What happens if the Cowboys win? Because it's... This whole narrative of they'll never win again. Right. So what would happen in this world of sports and to these certain people? You move the field goal. You move the goalposts. Now, now, oh, now they won one. Oh, yeah. I mean, they yeah. can't win another one. I mean, they're not that good. It was an accident. It was probably some you, – you you move the goalposts. Well, Dak, he'll never be an MVP. You know, like you just continue to move yeah. those things along. And Dak wouldn't care if he ever won an MVP if he was – putting on gold jacket and winning Super Bowls. Troy Aikman didn't win an MVP. He won yep. Super Bowl MVP, but he never won a real-life MVP, and he's he's doing yeah. pretty good because he has those Super Bowls that he can always rubber stamp. Bam, got yeah. it. So I guess I think for a lot of fans, it's almost like it would just be amazing if somehow this whole world changed for a little bit on the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. I mean, it, did, did the whole world change? I don't know. It's a little different, but for the for us as Rangers fans, our whole mentality changed. We're on just it. like the little Arizona Cardinals. Nothing. I love the Rangers, but we don't really. That's why the ratings were down, and you didn't play the Dodgers in the World Series. So I think that it's in a weird way the Rangers don't draw the interest yeah. of the world. The like nobody. I don't know of a soccer team. That I'm sorry, I don't know all the soccer teams, whether it's Man City or Real Madrid or whatever. Like they don't draw nothing in this world draws the interest in sports the way the Cowboys do. And there's been the story's been literally exactly the same for almost 30 years. It's it's interesting. I've noticed some texts here along the way that have said 
Yeah, it's, it was different with the Rangers, though, because they were really good all season. Man, are we rewriting some Texas Rangers history right there. They were really good for a lot of the season, but you saw... About mid-season, they started to fall off. Yeah, and you saw late in the season, down the stretch, that last series against Seattle, everyone's like, this team is cooked. They're not going to do anything. Might be the worst team in baseball. Yeah. But then retroactively, everyone's like, I knew it all along. Yeah. And so I do kind of wonder. To your point, we had to play the, we had great audio from, I'm sorry, the Kansas City Royals former general manager who's now a special assistant to Chris Young. They had to have a meeting at the All-Star break, the Rangers. Are we good or are we not yeah. good? Right? Chris Young had to have a meeting with the organization going, do you guys think we're good enough? Because we're not playing good right now. Yeah. See, I, and so, yeah, there was there was like, yeah, 40 and 20, and then they started playing below 500 on a consistent basis. Are we good or not good? And the Rangers decided, I think we're good enough. Let's sell out and see what happens. I think next year I'm going to just completely ignore the people who say, yeah, but they won't do this in the playoffs. Unless the Cowboys, like if the Cowboys win the Super Bowl, then I'll just be like, well, I mean, th- that's the answer to your question there. I don't know how to handle myself on the other side of that. I really have no if clue. If they won the Super Bowl, yeah, I don't know how I would be on radio if they win the Super Bowl because I don't. I've never experienced being right. that right. and being in the position where you're just like, "All right, now what, sucker? Uh, go crawl back under your rock." Um, oh gosh, I do feel like now you know how you would handle. Yeah, it. I know exactly how I'd handle it. From the two one four, I thought the Jimmy Johnson induction was awesome. After two losses, I think it was the end of the season revamp that our team needed. That was their moment. Uh, and that and hey man, congratulate! Thank you, Jerry Jones, for lifting the curse. Uh, if that curse is real, if that's a real thing, because I got it. Still got to. Cowboys have one playoff game. How far does that curse go? Does that curse just go to the NFC Championship game? Does it go all the way through to the Super Bowl? Jimmy Johnson wins Super Bowls. So, and how many years it never take, lost a Super Bowl? How many how many years did it take for him as head coach to win a Super Bowl? Was it his third year? Who's that? Jimmy, Jimmy Johnson. His fourth. His fourth year. One in 15, seven in nine. Big year five. because Steve Berline won a playoff game in his third year. And then fourth year, they won it all. How many years are we in on Mike McCarthy right now? Is this four? Was this his first year the COVID year? Wait, isn't this his fifth year? I don't know. I, I couldn't remember if first year was COVID. Isn't this year? the third? Oh, this is fourth year. Yeah. Yeah. Holy crap. Because three years of 12 and five and the one year that he went 500 with Andy Dalton. Yeah. He went, went he six and went, ten. He went five and six with Andy Dalton as his quarterback, and I'm like that ain't bad. I yeah. mean, when you're playing a guy who makes hats for a living, you're probably going to lose. From uh, the from the three four six. I'm sorry, I've never seen that, so it took me a minute to read it. The absolute clutch play of Cooks on multiple occasions in years past; those would have been losses. And Cooks has he's given you some very some very good catches. Uh, that you've been like, okay, that's uh, that's that's something we can work with. Your number two receiver right now is much better that you added Brandon Cooks than it would have yes. been if you'd have stuck around with Michael Gallup. Uh, and a lot of people saying Stephen A's head would explode. They don't know how to how to handle that at all. Man, I I haven't watched his show in forever. I don't know. If but I, I he's still got a show. I don't. Right? I don't I'll tell it. you what. I would it's tune destroying in. Pat McAfee. That's I, what I saw. I, I would watch, tune in that next day though. I watched Skip Bayless for about three minutes the other day and it's weird because him and michael irving are best friends it just doesn't make any sense to me because they were having to to kind of team up together as us cowboys 
And it was just like, I get it. Michael has to follow. He has a job because Skip hired him. Like, I, I mean, I hate saying that, but that's the reason Michael's on that show is Skip's like, crap, I need somebody to replace. Michael's available. Let me get Michael. And I understand why Michael Irvin's doing it, but it's just weird how they're acting like they're best buddies. Yeah, I don't know. But I understand what he has to act like to be with uh, be with uh, Skip. And then which script was the has the best for these playoffs, Kevin? Tyreek Hill going back to Kansas City. Matt Stafford going back to Detroit. The Packers coming to Dallas to face off against Mike McCarthy. And the Texans going to Cleveland to face off against the team they traded Deshaun Watson to just, oh, yeah. just in the opening round of the playoffs, thanks to at NFL memes. Which one of those scripts is the best written script? Tyreek Hill, Matt Stafford, Packers to Dallas, or Texans to Cleveland? I feel like it's Tyreek Hill, because I feel like everyone in Detroit is like, we get it. They all like, loved you, him. You had to go. <laughs> they they, they clapped for him. him. They are like, congratulations, yeah. man. We're happy. We're, we're Rams fans this week. So I'm going to go Tyreek Hill and be like, see, you could use somebody who could catch a football, right? Well, nobody's going to watch that game because you have to pay for it. It's fact. So I'm going to go. Are you really bent out of shape about this? I am because I I haven't loved watching it this year, but I love watching Patrick Mahomes. Like one of the greatest quarterbacks I've ever seen play. Sure. And then Tua T has had a good year. Obviously a disappointing loss last night for them to fall to that. I think Miami's going to win that game. I think Kansas City's that bad at football at this point that Miami's going to win the game. So I think that's kind of, in a way, the most competitive, intriguing game of this wild card okay. round, and they put it on pay-per-view. And so I'm like, I'm not paying for it. Yeah, I, I, I think, and this is the NFL in my mind going, look, man, we don't care what you do with the product after we sell it to you. We really don't. Y'all do whatever you want. I think they're seeing if they can do all uh, do games pay per view. I, I really do too. The, and and that's that's do you call way, streaming pay per view. It's a bad function. Yes, when okay, you don't have yes. it. Like if like hey, this game's on Amazon. This game's on Peacock. This game's on Hulu. This game's on like they're gonna see how many times that they can get you. Uh, and see how many times yes. you'll pay. Yeah, how many, that's gonna happen. Yeah, how many times? And and they believe that they're too big to fail. Uh, they're like our product is so good, and all of the the companies that are buying, they want their streaming services bought, right? Like that's what that's why they're yes. doing it. So that's why the NBC Peacock is like, we will do it this way. I don't think it's soon, but I do think in like ten years, the the uh, Super Bowl will not be on Fox, CBS, NBC. I think it will be on their streaming app. I mean, I could definitely see that. Like, what channel is the college football championship on tonight? I'm assuming ESPN. ESPN. And, like, it's been that way for the last several years is I definitely think you're moving in that direction. Like, if it was on ABC and only ABC, tonight's national championship game, I wouldn't watch it. To be honest, because I don't have ABC anymore. DirecTV and them took it away. I don't have ABC. If, If it was only on ABC and no other way to watch it, I'd be like, I got, I fine. I'm, I'll hang out with my family. I'll watch something else. I'll do whatever. I'll check my phone and see updates of the game. For the KNC masterpiece right here on 105 through the fan. Coming up next, Hurtado made the offer to Jordan Montgomery. So, what's the spot you'd pick for lifetime free food to keep you at a job? 877 881 We'll do it next right here on the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Siri having a fine year in terms of power production. Shows Bunt here and pops it up toward first. Diving for it, Montgomery. He makes the catch. Jordan Montgomery, the pitcher, comes off the mound and makes a diving catch midway between home and first, just inside the line to retire Siri. Now, we are your home of the NFC East Division champion, Dallas Cowboys, with that 38-10 win over Washington, but also your home of the defending World Series champion, Texas Rangers. Tomorrow, 41-31, North Central Expressway, the Rangers extravaganza, 6 to 8 p.m. Josh Spores is going to be here. Josh Smith is going to be here. World Series trophy is going to be here. You don't got to sign up. You just got to show up. But on the front of the Rangers, Hurtado Barbecue, who we love as food, but also as people, because they have helped out tremendously. Yeah with Peaceathon, especially this past year. They put out... Uh, one of Brandon's uh, number one guys uh, was at Buffalo Wild Wings in Arlington because we were close to the nice. Hurtados in Arlington. Yeah. He's one of the first guys who, who got there. So they put out on social media, Monty, we want you back and we're ready to put our money where our mouth is. Let's see you in a Rangers jersey again this, this season. Free barbecue for life. What? If, Jordan Montgomery re-signs with the Rangers. So I want to talk a little bit more about that, especially since we talked about at the end of last week, maybe that's picking up a tiny bit of steam. But also, what's the establishment, the food establishment you'd pick for lifetime free food to keep you at your job? I mean, obviously it's Hurtado, Kevin. That is a good answer. Good run. Good run. We got it. We did it. So Buffalo many places. Wa- and Buffalo Wild Wings. That's true. Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, those two places. So fast food, I'd go Whataburger. <sighs> okay, I love Whataburger. So that would change. But I do love seafood, and unfortunately, I love the best of the seafoods, and that means fried seafood. I wish I loved grilled seafood a lot more. I do like grilled seafood, but I love fried. You shrimp. like a lobster bisque? Love like a lobster soup bisque. Yeah. Probably like fried lobster. I'm not sure if I've ever had fried lobster. They seem to don't fry that one. Mm-hmm. Ever had lobster mac and cheese? Yes. But if I get the fried seafood platter at Papado's, I'm such a happy person. Fried catfish, fried shrimp, 
Fried oysters. How do you okay, feel after? Forrest Gump. How we do you get feel the after? Idea. Do you feel good afterwards? Oh no. Yeah. You feel a little bit like I probably shouldn't eat all that fried food. <laughs> but you did. But I did, and it tasted great when you, I ate it. Did you eat the hush puppy also? I don't recall uh, Papados having hush puppies with that fried platter. They have about four million French fries on that platter. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, so I might choose Papados. Okay. So, Whataburger for fast food, but I think I'd go overall Papados as my forever. But that doesn't, I don't know. Like, there's so many places. Is this, I don't want to just choose one place. Yeah, there well, are, that's the deal. There are lots of places, man. From, from the 214 Ojeda's. That's from the, good, Tex Mex. From the 903, it would be either Hurtado or 407 Barbecue. Those are the best in Texas. Okay, all right. Are you about to muddy up your answer again? I ha- yeah, we have to leave Hurtado off this because I think we all like agree. Like, uh, Hurtado is there. amazing. Will, ha- and then we have to leave all barbecue off I here. think I, no this doubt. is my opinion, and this is only my opinion. I think I would get tired of barbecue. Like, nothing against barbecue places. There's a lot of great ones. Hurtado's is one of them. I think I would go, I need a little bit more variety. Mm. And that's where I'm like, even Papados, I can get chicken. I know they serve chicken. Maybe they do have burgers, and I just never look for them. But, like, I almost feel like I need a place that has a lot of different variety of foods. Yeah, this is tough, man, because the more I think about this, you the You answer the question first, and now I like that you're like, oh, hold on. There's a lot of foods This is Red there. Lobster. We yeah. know that when we man, went to spring I training. I like Red Lobster. We had to go to Red Lobster. <laughs> and it's he, not like he I was- I couldn't eat meat that day. It's not like he was like, guys, we're going to Red Lobster. It was just more like every few minutes it was, hey, Red Lobster's the, the option, right? You know, it wasn't one of those overwhelming. It's just he kept, it was quantity. It was amazing. Yeah. I, I'm i glad we went there. They have the same waiters and waitresses <laughs> that they had in ni- the 1980s when Red Lobster was really kicking. My fish was same, probably same, the same fish. They were playing the same tape, the same video, the same <laughs> audio Taylor tape. Taylor Swift. They just added one Taylor Swift song in there. <laughs> Would That same lady, yeah. I'm surprised that I haven't seen this pop up. Oh, there we go. What is it? Why not the Cheesecake Factory? Oh, the if variety. you got it for life, <laughs> you might be able to finish the menu. I'm not saying you could for sure. That's a good place. But they their have yearbook. A, they have a menu that you probably have 365 different options. Yes. I've eaten at Cheesecake Factory one time in my life, and it was the day after the Mavs won the championship, and I saw Rolando Blackman there. My guy. And I was the, so happy. The, yes. Way better number 22 than Clyde Drexler. Gavin Dawson. And I don't even remember what I ate that day. I don't even know. Like, I, I really don't have a clue. They have some sort of cornbread muffin biscuits that are the some of the greatest things I've ever eaten. Yum. Orange chicken. They have Tex-Mex food. It's not as good as Tex-Mex food at, like, real Tex-Mex restaurants, but it's good. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they obviously have, like, Asian cuisine. Probably not as good as when you go to an Asian restaurant. Right. But you got to deal with it forever. So you have all the options, all the varieties there. That's a great pick. The reason, so I'm taking Hurtado out of here because Jordan Montgomery already has it. I don't want to have to put Brandon. Just to sign here. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. have to put yeah, him. He signs with that. the Boston Red Sox. He doesn't get Hurtados. I'm gonna go Bluefish, the sushi restaurant. I would. Oh I could goodness. eat Near there on every Greenville? single day. What? Hold on. What you mean? Oh my goodness. Are there multiple bluefish? There's one on Greenville. There's one in Addison. Yeah. There's a couple. It's of a them. very good place. Yeah. It's wonderful. I could do that every day. Really? Yes. I could eat. I could eat. I could eat something off their menu for every meal. 
I could. You like sushi that much? Yeah, yeah. There's variety in there. You're like man. Tom Hanks. What? Like in the movie where he gets stranded, cast away, he has to sushi it for a long time. He didn't have any rice though. He had no rice. From the two one four Lubies. Is that still around? I feel like every Lubies I drive by is gone. It is. They are closing, kind of like TGI Fridays. From the four six nine. Give me Cane Rosso, best pizza, and you can get so many different that styles really good of pizza. pizza. They really do good. have excellent. The pizza middle there. of their pizza is soft. Uh, like I mean, it just basically just eat that with a fork right there, and they make their mozzarella fresh every day. Ooh, from the eight one seven and the two one four Texas Day Brazil. Never this, eaten there. I need to go there. You could really push yourself to the limit one day and just leave it on green the entire time and just be like, just keep coming. Is that what? Just keep bringing the I meat. want to be a professional eater. I would love <laughs> to figure out how to eat 46 chicken fingers or whatever. I watch these people do this. The new guy I've been watching is Joel Hansen on YouTube. I don't know how they He's do this. He's retired from Channel 8, so. I don't know how they eat this much food. And, like, the dude eat 10 pounds of meatballs yesterday. It was 10 just pounds? 10 pounds, 40 meatballs in Chicago. How do they do this? But they train for it. And I'm like, I want to eat 40 meatballs in one sitting. <laughs> Would you do that <laughs> recreationally then or just in competition? Because no, you make it sound like you don't want to compete. You just want to be able to He's not competing. He gets it for free. You know, usually a lot of these challenges are, hey, you got to pay 60 bucks for these meatballs. But if you eat all 40 of them, you get them for free. Oh, man, this is a good answer from the 214. There's a lot of good answers. Jersey Mike's would be fire. Now, if we're going higher scale from the 214, Nick and Sam's. Holy crap, man. Never been there. That really? would be, yeah. you should go. I'm going to go this it's year, I think. amazing. I think but our, our Cap- dinner uh, for oh, yeah, right. places there. It's great. Like, But Capitol Grill's great. I've not been Bob's there. Bob's Steak and Chop House is great, right? They're all steakhouses, yeah. right? So, I mean, there's a lot of different places that... I don't know. I feel like I would get a. You do have variety, though. They do yes. have seafood there plus steak. Plus, so. remember, they'll bring you out like the special meats and they'll like shine the flashlight on it and be like, here what? are the things that we had. What? To, it is the fanciest thing I've ever seen. What would be your fast? If I name Waterburger for f- my fast food, what would be your fast food place? Thinking maybe Wendy's jumped to mind. Wendy's, Wendy's is good. Is solid. There's a lot of different options there too. Frosty in it up. Yeah. Ooh. Popeyes. Jack in the Box. You like Jack in the Box? I do like Jack in the Box. Lots but then, of options there. I didn't realize they'd become so proud of their menu, and they're like, "You want this burger? Eight dollars." I like the last time I drove through there, I was like, "Holy it crap!" It costs are you a lot for, for fast food now. Yeah. Oh yeah, I definitely. I think Biden's gonna bring that down though <laughs> oh for the election God, year, and then take credit for it. Uh, I don't know about all of that. Does Potbelly like, count as fast food? Nope. It's yeah, it's kind of casual dining. Casual dining. Chick Fil A. That's a good one. Yeah, you eat chicken nuggets every day. They don't have meat, though. Like, they have chicken meat, but they don't have, like, variety. They're not fishing it, and they're not, uh, like, hamburgering it. So, with all this in mind, do you believe that Lifetime Hurtado will be what pushes Jordan Montgomery? You think Jordan Montgomery, I know, has had Hurtados because they serve it to the players after certain, like, I don't know if it's getaway days or whatever, but Hurtados is part of the mix of different things that the players get after games. So I know he's had it. I don't know how much he loves it. I hope he does. I, I don't know. Do you maybe take, Brandon knows, and that's why he threw that out there? Do you take Brandon a million less per 
per year. Oh my gosh, that's so <laughs> maybe much two, money. maybe two or four million less per year is what I would probably do. I think I'm, for Hurtado, yeah. Just imagine how much I would spend on Hurtado. If you had Hurtados for life, how many times would you eat there in a week? Uh, three times a day. Yeah, oh I don't think gosh. they're open three times a day. What do you mean? They're open one time a day, and I think for lunch and dinner. I could go eat lunch. <laughs> well, that's two times a day, if nothing else, Mike. <laughs> go back what do you for, do for breakfast. And go have a snack after lunch, and he, then I eat dinner. Do you think if you told Brandon, I bet he would for, honestly, a Texas Rangers World Series champ. Brandon, I really want some taquitos this morning. I think Brandon, he has to show up super early anyways to start smoking the meats. Mm-hmm. So smoking the meats. <laughs> I just assume that you could go there and he'd be like, look, I'll crack a few eggs for you and brisket. Taco egg you up. I bet he would. He lo- he loves, not only does he love the Rangers, he loves the Cowboys. He's a local product. Of course he would. He loves those guys. Where is, where is he from? Irving. He went to Irving High School. Yeah, uh, you know they do yeah. have other high schools there. Oh, I know. I played all of them. They're just horrible. <laughs> MacArthur. <laughs> Nimitz. Nimitz. Oh, God. They all played at one dump. You know, we're really trying to endear ourselves to the audience across the Metroplex, Mike. Irving's Not you fine. dumping on certain cities. If you played in the 90s at Irving and you had to play at that dumpy football field or that dumpy baseball field, I feel sorry for you that you had to share that dump of a complex for all of your sports. Oh, Brahms. Brahms is a great Brahms That's a fast food, too. Option. Yeah. And you have all the ice creams. And you have a grocery store, too. That's a good point. Oh, they do have a grocery store. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up eggs next. there, right? Like, that's eggs and bacon. Type in, if you're 40 years old and you <laughs> went to one of those Irving schools, how dumpy was your complex? <laughs> Coming up next, G-Bag Nation right here on 105.3 The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. First and goal. Prescott back. Throws it in the back of the end zone for Lamb. Oh, he's got it. Touchdown, C.D. Lamb. He was in a crowd, and Lamb was trying to reach the ball across the plane of the goal line, and he did. Oh, what a nice play by Lamb. KNC Masterpiece. Hope that didn't make air right here on 105.3. The fan is good at what he does right now. That wasn't me. Okay, right (laughs) now, courtesy of D&M Leasing, it is time for our chit-chat with those fellas from the G-Bag Nation. Gentlemen. How is you today? Awesome, Hanky. How are you? I'm doing excellent. Thank you very much for asking. Is did you see all the things that you needed to see in the game against obviously an inferior football team? I know you needed to win to get the number two seed, but did you see some of your line by line things for the Cowboys yesterday? I did not get a Micah Parsons holding call, so no, Hanky, I did not. Mm. Are you nervous like Mike is that he's getting more and more aggressive with his discussions with the referees that that might come back to home? Or he's just going to punch a guard in the face, and then we're just going to be like, crap, is he going to get ejected for this? But it's fine. Like, I get it. Like, th- this is one of those things where you never want your guy to, like, do something despite the team, whatever, whatever, emotions take over. I'm just as angry as he is. So I'm like, please punch somebody. It'll make me personally feel better oh no i know but now playoff time if he gets ejected for getting really mad that's going to cost the team the game the nearly like 14 ejections 
What's that? Never mind. That's oh, NBA. oh NBA. No, and Luca, he has he has a little bit of a Luca attitude at this it. point, and I'm just like, I get it. I'm with you. He's 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 not getting the benefit of the doubt. He's not getting the calls he should get. At the same time, now that we're in do or die games, I'm like, dude, don't pick a fight with the guard or don't pick a fight with the ref because a 15 yard penalty can really crush you in one of these do or die games. Well, and this was one of those games. I mean, Brian, you give us the the report on all the refs. Yeah, they like to call that. I yeah. feel like they'd give Michael a warning. Like if he's really starting to kind of cross a, a boundary here, they'd say, "Look, you need to calm down, or we're about to throw a flag on you." Yeah, that was a crew that the unnecessary roughness penalties and stuff like that were part of what they do. But uh, yeah, it, it is really unfortunate because the more you study him playing, it, and it is, it's getting more and more difficult. I did like what I saw from they 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 ran a little bit of a different scheme with playing uh like they're down linemen and playing Luke uh Luca playing Micah off ball but they played him like two to three yards off the line of scrimmage in the middle of the defense and they stacked Clark behind him. So what they did was it allowed it allowed uh press uh Parsons to be able to attack the line of scrimmage but not play as a down lineman but kind of be in the area. But then it allowed Clark to free run yeah. So it, it was a way of it was a really creative way to kind of help Clark out, but it also put Parsons right in the middle of the defense. And so I I love little creative things like that. Maybe something that we'll see a little bit more going forward. But it's just a way of kind of helping Clark a little bit see the ball. And I thought yesterday he had a great open field tackle he on the screen. Yeah, he sure did. It, it really he did. Read him, it well. him and Bell. Bell, the more that Bell plays, the more that Bell understands. Trips formation one side, motion that way, that's going to be a screen. He took off running for the ball, and he knew it was going to be a screen, and they stopped the play on fourth down. That, that's that's by, the, by these young guys playing so much, it's helped them in that way, but they still, you know, they've, they've got to figure out, and, and they are about figuring out better ways to get their guys in position to make plays and helping Clark stack him behind uh, Parsons and allow him to run, I think, is is going to help him. I know the game was over, but did you take an extra little look at that last Brandon Aubrey field goal just to make sure? The amount of panic, man, that, that set in on Cowboys Twitter. And granted, in our room, I know, yeah. Brian, Brian, you got a little worried as well because yeah. uh, you had the block and then you had the doink. Yep. But I, I wasn't worried about Butter Aubrey. I didn't think we were going to have a Maher 2.0 If he didn't go situation. to Plano, would you have been worried? Yes, I would okay. have been. You know, if he went to Colleyville Heritage, for instance, or named the school, then yes. But I had to go ahead and show support for my Plano guy. Did you go to the East-West basketball game? No, oh, we'll talk about that later, Mike. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's a bad story. It's a bad night. Off here. It, it doesn't sound like it's a great story, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna... Did it end at Whataburger? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Talk about, uh, off air. Okay. Off air. All right. What was the – outside of the Cowboys, was it – Bills, Dolphins. What was the game that caught the majority of your interest this weekend? Was it the Jags beefing it? Shut up! Or what, what, what caught your interest? Derrick Henry in your face! Dude. I, Did you have nightmares about King Henry, Henry last night? No, and he gave a goodbye I, speech right after they won. Was watching like eight amazing. yards per carry? Yeah, in front of like I nine was, people. You can ask these guys Friday. I was nervous about that game. I'm like, That's they're true. playing bad. I think, uh, to be honest, Broadus, I, I want Doug Peterson to stay the head coach. He's got to take a look in the mirror. It sound like it. What segment did you do where you were kind of saying he was the worst play caller you'd seen? Yes. He's not the worst play caller. Not me. Why does he have – I texted him and told him, I said, we've got some people on the radio that are not very happy with you Why right does now. he have so many receivers not knowing where they're supposed to be, not running correct routes, or Trevor Lawrence not knowing where they're supposed yeah. to be? Like, what's – 
How can you go bad job. 18 weeks That's and players job. don't know their responsibilities? Yeah, it happens. How do you get a field goal blocked, you know, when you're the Dallas Cowboys? That's That was another yeah. responsibility. That was a bust right there. But Or how do you to, miss to, a field goal block when you run past the football? Yeah. That's, that was that's, an amazing that, thing that's the amazing. Cowboys another did. One. Too yeah. fast, man. I, Mike, you're right, though. Doug, he let that thing kind of fall apart at the end. That that team should not have been in the situation they were. And, uh, Probably need know, to look for a new quarterback. Yeah. And maybe a real coach, like a... Oh no! Urban I mean, Myers. Doug. Doug. Doug deserves a lot of the blame for that. I they, want him to stay there. I want Trevor Lawrence to stay there. But they both of them need to take a long look at themselves and go, why? Why did I? Why was I so bad this year? Yeah, I think the play caller wasn't great either down the stretch. They're one in five, right? Yeah. Was that right? Were they? They're eight they, and yeah. three. Yeah, yeah, and then they went one and five. Yeah, that that's just that Eagle that's style. not. Uh, yeah. Not very I mean, good. watching the Eagles was so awesome. Gosh, you know, amazing. just how how this whole thing has fallen apart. Yeah, um, it, it's it's just it's hilarious, is what it is. <laughs> so that was great. But then I had a a, a three week G bag survivor losing streak. It was unbelievable. So you know, Buffalo holding on against Miami. Uh, had had the majority of my attention. I couldn't imagine, you know, the anxiety that I, I had to go through last week. I still have another bet payoff to do. By the way, I'm not out of the woods yet. I didn't so you must have gone crazy on. for that yeah. punt return. Yeah. Absolutely. You're like, God, thank you. We needed something. Or that weird tipped pass where the guy ends up keeping his toes in. That was pretty amazing. But Josh Allen in the first half was doing everything he could to make your night a stressful football surviving G-bag living hell. He had no respect for my, uh, you know, quality of life at that point. I love Sean McDermott because they got him right at halftime and he was not like in the mode of right. protecting his quarterback. Hey, what happened on the last play? Dumbass threw the ball down the middle of the field. Yeah. Like it was pretty much that was his answer. Like he just said that can't happen. That was he immediately like was like Josh Allen made a stupid decision. That's what happened. Halftime. Here we he, go. He owned it beautifully after the game. I don't know if you guys saw that interview. I don't know what network I was watching, but he was like, yeah, you know, we're just going to clean up some things, mostly me from the first <laughs> half. <Yeah. laughs> I tell you, I was fascinated by the Rams trying to lose a game and then win a game. Yes. At the same time. Shout out to you Carson know. Wentz, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Carson Wentz uh, our hero. went out there and played. And, uh, yeah, that, that to me was – that's fascinating because the Rams were like, okay, yeah, 49ers, you're going to sit all your guys? Well, we're going to, we'll yeah. trump you. So, yeah, that means the Rams' backup players are better than the 49er backup players. And now you wouldn't face the Rams until the NFC Championship game yeah. if you're so inclined to want to avoid them. How about that? So, that'd be kind I'm of in on that. No one was plugged in on Montana, South Dakota State. <clears throat> no clue. No. Right? I don't think anybody knew. South Why Dakota was that State game played won. on a Sunday? The when the NFL season NFL's, was going yeah. on. Because the national championship games played tonight for the uh played on a Saturday, Brian. Played on a Tuesday. They had yeah. all those they had all those NFL games they on Saturday. Two, they yeah. had all of them on, really yesterday. Yeah. They had two in the afternoon and the evening. You could have kicked off at noon. Should be Frisco. a great game though tonight. You have college you, got, yeah. you have college kids playing for <laughs> Michigan, and then you have a bunch of thirty year olds playing for <laughs> Washington. It's gonna make it fair. Yeah. Phoenix is thirty? Penix 24? is 23. 24? Yeah, it'll be 24 next year. But, but they have, sure. I didn't know this, pretty much all of their kids in the game up. got recruited for the 2018 and 2019 class. Is that because of the COVID stuff? Everybody got the extra year? Yeah, but I guess so. But I mean, I think, literally, I think a lot the, of, they might be the oldest team in college football history. Yeah. It's the sweet spot of having a bunch of good players, but not quite like obviously NFL. So like, sure, we'll stick around and 
Yeah. You know, in a couple years when we're just older and bigger and better than everybody else, we'll beat a bunch of 20-year-olds. Well, That's the new to... alpha for program building. Dude, guys come to Washington take six or seven years to graduate. We'll all hang out. We'll be good friends. We're family. And we'll try to win it when you're 24. Washington's got an awful tackle I'd love to have. Washington's got three NFL wide receivers. they got an NFL lineman. Well, yeah, they're all 25 years old. They were in the same recruiting class as C.D. Lamb was. <laughs> what do you guys got coming up on the program today? Pure Gold, as always, thanks for asking. Uh, we'll talk a lot of Cowboys. Mike McCarthy's presser coming up at 3.30. We'll get All the right. latest from him. Looking forward to that. Roll home with the G-Bag Nation. We have been the KNC Masterpiece. Make your way back with us tomorrow, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. right here on 105 through the fan. Good night, Kevin. And I'm feeling like, all right, get those guys off. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.